0: Okay, are we, like, starting right now?
1: Yeah, like, we're starting. Okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm waiting on you, dude.
0: (laughs) Hey, this is Brian.
1: Hey, this is Amanda.
0: And you are listening to the Pro Tips Podcast.
1: Find your focus and level up your life using our random ramblings and pro tips to find that winning edge at life.
0: So, let's jump into today's episode.
1: Let's do it! Hey, buddy. How are you?
0: I am great. How are you?
1: It's not like we don't talk like every single day, but you know. All we day, act every like, day. We can act like we don't talk ever. Never,
0: never, <laughs> never. This is an interview podcast.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Okay, so we're gonna try to keep this episode fairly short and sweet. It might be a struggle because I know I like to talk.
0: We um, like to talk together. I don't do. talk unless I'm on the phone with you.
1: Okay, that's true. Yeah, and Facts. we talk. A lot about a lot of stuff, a lot of random stuff.
0: Yep. Um, Random ramblings, man.
1: For real. Okay. So I guess my number one question is I want to know why you wanted to get into podcasting like, you know, in general, but especially podcasting, like with me, AKA your bestie. Right. We're just going to put that out there right now that we're like besties. So
0: (laughs) it's true. Sorry to everyone else. True. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things that I had thought about for a while. But then I, it was one of those, you know, thoughts that come across your mind of like, who would want to listen to me? But guess what, right? A lot more people want to than you would think. And so oh, for sure, it's something that I had thought about forever. And, you know, I might be a young person. Um, I have a lot to learn still. But there's people out there that I can still teach. You don't have to know absolutely everything to be able to teach others. And so when we had talked about it, I was like, yeah, like I had kind of thought about it and then it just happened. Like we just decided we're going to do, do it. it. And Let's so it. <laughs> I feel like the best things in life sometimes are just like, you know, things that they just happen. You can't really plan them. And so I I had wanted to get into it to help others and, you know, share what I have to say about life and horses and rodeo and just everything, you know,
1: Um, I feel like,
0: I feel like that's how you progress in life is you talk to others, you learn from others and you teach others. So
1: I love that. I love it. Okay. So when you say, when you say you're still a young person, let's just get it out there right now. How young are you?
0: I am 22. I'll be 23 September of 2021.
1: Nice. So, okay I'm a so
0: young
1: you are a young person however i am a firm believer in the fact that i feel like you have a very old soul because this friendship is very unconventional at yeah. most you know at best or whatever so um you know i just turned 39 and you know we're i mean people are like what you're 30 yeah i just turned 39 like first of may and we get along so good because you are probably one of the only quote unquote, I'm doing like air quotes right now, young people <laughs> I know that really has their crap together that like doesn't go out and party a lot, doesn't, you know, that literally has a focus for your life and a direction that you want to go. And to me, that's very, that's huge. You know, right. only, only an old soul, I feel like could really have that much uh, focus on their life and so I, I feel like that's why we get along so well.
0: We totally okay. do. It. And that's true. Like, that's what I always tell people. All of my friends are. And that's because people mm-hmm. my age are a lot more immature usually. And so, you know, I might, I might be young, have, you no. know, tried really hard to progress in life and learned a lot already. So why not share it with others?
1: Yes, for sure. Okay. So, so why do you want to answer? get into podcasting?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why do, why do I want to do a podcast? Uh, yeah. because I'm kind of on the same page that I have a lot, uh, to share a lot of experiences, a lot of knowledge. Um, you know, most people know me, those that are just listening and, and learning about us. I own my own professional rodeo photography business. I've been in business for Um, Over 13 and a half, 14, almost 15 years now. And that's given me a lot of, I feel like, life lessons and life experience. Uh, I get to travel a lot. And um, I've learned that mindset and your attitude and be grateful and joyful and all those positive things are literally a foundation to bringing in. A lot of the stuff that you want so mm-hmm. you know I mean I've been interviewed on a few podcasts before and every time I always just have so much fun people tell me that I've got a great voice for radio or for podcasting and I have a lot to talk about and a lot to share and I feel like the two of us together you know with your horse, horse experience and like horse training it kind of ties into my business and like doing the rodeo photography you know we both have a love for horses and rodeo granted I don't own any horses I didn't even learn how to ride a horse until I was 15 but you know just just sharing experiences and some of the 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 life lessons I feel like are gonna for our listeners um yeah I do I do share a lot of quote unquote pro tips on my personal Facebook page. And I've actually had multiple people tell me that I would be like a stellar life coach. And that's actually probably going to be on my radar within the next like five years or so where I might look into doing some form of life coaching, whether it's photography life coaching or just life coaching in general. Um, Mostly because I've I've manifested and brought in a lot of really awesome things. So Uh, disclaimer right now guys I'm not a professional life coach Brian's not a professional life coach we just know what works for us we just know um, from our experiences learning lessons and growing and moving uh, forward with our our dreams and goals and there could be quite a few random ramblings happening (laughs) Uh, squirrel moments and rabbit holes where we go off on tangents on separate like different topics you know a lot of squirrel moments for sure almost every time we talk it's the best
0: (laughs) for sure well and I feel like that's that's when the best conversation happens because I listen to another podcast and they treat it just like if you were sitting around a fire talking with friends and I feel like that's when the good conversation comes in because when you have too much structure and too much that you want to get done on that episode You don't let what's supposed to come to you come to you, per se.
1: For sure. And
0: so I feel like that's the reason that we decided to start a podcast is because literally every time we talked on the phone, it was like a mini podcast because we would just both and like, Like. we're like, people need to hear this. Yeah. So
1: we had so many gold nuggets, like almost every single time. So it's fun. Uh. Brian will call me for advice or I'll call him to vent and then we'd end up being on the phone for over an hour and your quote yesterday when we were on the phone literally just oh my gosh it was so good so tell us tell us a story of um like where you are now like where kind of where you started and then where you are now and throw your little quote <clears> in the mix of it just because it's so good yeah,
0: so I, um, I own a horse training business, and I had been raised around horses my entire life. My grandpa had horses. He raced chariot horses on the racetrack. My dad high school rodeoed, college rodeoed, amateur rodeoed, trained racehorses. I mean, it's just been around me my entire life, and so I was just kind of born into it. I developed a love for it and believe it or not, until I was about eight years old, I was really terrified of horses. I would go out and ride, but it was only if my dad was leading me, if my dad saddled my horse, like, I was scared of them, and then one day, when I was eight years old, I decided I was going to get up some courage. I was a very timid kid, so this was, like, a huge step for me. I decided to try and saddle my own horse, and I did it, and from that day on, I just grew this giant love for horses because I saw that growth in myself and that wouldn't have been possible without my awesome horse. And so ever since that day, I remember it like it was yesterday. He was tied up to the trailer. That was just a big pivotal moment in my life. And ever since then, I've been stuck like glue on horses. So that's kind of how I grew up. I Um, love that story.
1: For just Because I, I honestly don't think I've ever heard that story from you really yeah but yeah, the thing that I this. love about it is the fact that you said that you had to decide that this is right. what you were going to do like I decided that it was time for me to saddle my own horse and that you did it and so you had that faith in your and you believed in yourself how old were you when you did that
0: I think I was about eight because I started junior rodeoing when I was eight so I must have been seven or eight
1: see that's fantastic Okay, yeah. Go ahead and continue. I just had to point out those like those little things that that really stuck out to me about the fact that you had to decide and you were the one that made the choice and believed in yourself enough that it was safe and you were okay to do this next step.
0: Right. Oh, so yeah.
1: good. okay, keep going. Okay,
0: so um and I, I started junior rodeoing, I did fifth and under rodeo, junior high school rodeo, high school rodeo, um, all with the state of Utah. And then I graduated high school in
1: 2017. Pause, and I pause. Had... So I shot the Utah State High School Rodeo Finals in 2016 and 17. But did we yeah. know who we were? Like, I didn't know you then. No.
0: And I have pictures from those high school state finals from Western Edge Photography, but is... I didn't know Miss Amanda then.
1: Dude, that is so crazy. So, okay. I love it. Keep going. But, okay.
0: Yeah. So anyways, I had... Um, I went through up through the ranks in the rodeo world. Um, I've been doing the amateur rodeos for the past, going on four years now, calf roping and team roping. And it's kind of funny how my horse training business all began because I this was never in the plans. It was in God's plan, but not my plan. And so going through school, ever since I was little, um, I have wanted to be a vet. But ever since I was little, again, I remember sitting in my living room on my rocking horse, roping a smaller rocking horse and pretending to run down and tie it while I was watching the NFR. So rodeo, calf roping.
1: Love that. That is
0: awesome. It's it's always been on my radar. It's always been a dream. And so um, anyways, so going through high school and everything, I wanted to be a vet, not a horse trainer. Wasn't an option. And so I think it was about my sophomore year of high school. So around 2014, maybe um, I had a couple of people approach me asking me if I would ride horses for them. And so I got my first training horse when I was a sophomore in high school, I kept like two or three throughout the year, and then I would take some extras in the summer. And it was just going to be kind of a side hustle to to earn money to go to vet school. And I graduate high school in 2017. And realize how expensive vet school is and I was like well I had better work a year outside of high school after I had graduated to save up money for vet school and long story long um <laughs> I never went to vet school I have not stepped a foot in college any higher education but my training business just took off and that's where I feel like I'm supposed to be in life um I don't second guess that at all. I think the things that are supposed to happen, happen, whether you're ready or not, or whether you think you want it or not.
1: Yes. And
0: so my training business just took off. And here I was, here I am four years later, uh, training professionally, barrel fraternity horses, um, my own rope horses. I don't really train outside rope horses. It's more of just like my hobby, my getaway. Um, and I ride tons and tons of colts. And so that's kind of what I do. But the thing that Amanda was talking about that was our gold nugget from our episode, our episode, <laughs> our conversation, it was basically an episode, right? Pretty much, yeah. Um, our conversation a couple of days ago was,
1: yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, yesterday. So I have recently started managing a small breeding program, um, kind of a barn, just taking care of horses, babies, yearlings, rodeo horses, whatever, for this awesome client of mine in Lehigh. And so I've started running their barn and training out of their barn in their facility, amazing facility, amazing people. And the thing that happened was um, probably, let's see, I've been working there for six weeks now. It must've been maybe around two months ago, maybe a little bit longer was I just felt, I wasn't necessarily feeling complacent, but I felt like I had more to give and more to do. And so I was, I was just kind of thinking and praying, and I, I put it out in the universe, I put it out to God that I'm ready for bigger opportunity, more opportunity, new opportunity, whatever was next for me, I was feeling ready for it. it can and be, it's
1: completely safe for you to level up. Right? Yeah,
0: yep. yeah, like up, I was just like... feeling, I was just feeling ready to, to step up on that next level. And you know, really take my training and myself to the next level. So um I was just kind of feeling that way. So I just put it out there with God in the universe, like I'm ready whenever opportunity presents itself, I will take it. And so um one of my clients, the people I work for now, they had texted me and said, Would you be interested in being our farm manager? And I was roping at the time, so I sent him a text back and I said, um how about I give you a call in about three hours and we can talk about what this entails because I was like well I don't want to quit training horses like what what does this entail you know what would this take for me and my business and so anyways I had talked with them came to an agreement where I could train out of their place take care of their things you also and
1: remember you were like weighing all the pros and cons and yeah like oh i went out amanda isms and wisdom from your best that was the that was the best
0: and i went like full send pros and cons list like figuring this out and it just it looked good on paper but most importantly it felt good in my soul that's the most
1: important part okay yeah pro tip pro tip pro tip if it feels good the direction you need to go
0: boo right
1: if it feels good and it felt good, that's the direction you need to go. Okay. Okay. I'll quit interrupting. you. Yep. I love this. No, you're so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it felt right. And I figured what's it going to hurt if I give it a try. And so tried it. I'm still loving it every day. I love it. And it wasn't until probably like a week or so ago that I realized that before this opportunity presented, presented itself, I had put it out there that I was ready for growth.
1: You and literally so, asked for it. You you yeah. thought it in your head and you didn't even write it down, but you thought it, right? Yep.
0: Thoughts become actions. Yeah. Yep.
1: Thoughts become things. If you think it, it will manifest. And you probably yeah. didn't even think about it very long. You were just kind of like, Oh yeah, like I could totally like, go. Cool for opportunity. Yeah, let's a do bigger, it. Yeah, a bigger opportunity. Like, let's have let's do the thing. You know, yeah. and the universe responded. So uh disclaimer. I will say universe a lot. I will say higher self. I will say guidance. I will say all, all these things. Very seldom do I refer to it as God, but Brian will say God, the universe, all that stuff. Cause to me it's all the same it's thing. All,
0: it, yeah, it's all a higher power.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Power, yeah. But it's yep. it you have to you have to call upon it is what it is. Regardless of right. the whatever it's God it is, you have universe, to call it out. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you realized That you had asked for this.
0: Yeah. So I had realized that I asked for this. And the thing that I had told Amanda yesterday on the phone was, what did I say? Something like, when you ask for, you have to put it word for word because it's better word for
1: word. I am. I'm so good. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) when you ask for bigger opportunities, don't be surprised when you're required to take big action
0: boom, mic drop. Oh, my we gosh. went there.
1: Like, it totally just, it gave me chills. Like,
0: yeah. I and love so, it so much. But that's, that's what I was kind of realizing was, like, getting everything together, getting everything cleaned up, moved, was a lot of work, right? Yeah. And feeling worn down, like, oh, my gosh, is this the right thing? I mean, I was loving it every day, but I'm still exhausted at the end of the, at the end of the day, because it's, so much work right now you know yeah
1: you're still in a transition phase is what it is
0: yeah and so that's that's kind of what I had to realize was well I asked for a bigger opportunity so why would I think that I didn't have to take bigger action if you ask for that then you've got to be prepared you can't be surprised when to put in time to freaking grind
1: put in the work they don't call right. it the law of attraction for nothing. It has the word action right in it. You have to take action. You have to put in the. This is one thing that I was talking about on uh, Shalane's podcast the other day. Um, if you sit on your butt and you sit there and you think, oh, thoughts become things, so I'm going to sit here eating Cheetos, watching reruns of Grey's Anatomy, and I'm totally going to like score my strong, healthy body, and I'm going to become like I'm going to be all ripped. BS. Right. like no you know you can't just and expect the universe to deliver what you're not willing to work for you have to take action if you want that if you want that strong healthy body if you want to start losing weight and getting more fit and this is me talking to me because it's like it's kind of been on my radar a little bit that yeah I'm okay yeah I will admit I'm getting a little older but I do I do feel strong and healthy but I do also know that if I want to get where I want to be as far as my own physical fitness journey, I need to take action. Okay. And so it's like, you can't, you can't just sit on your butt and expect the universe to give you the rock hard abs that you want. Just like you can't sit there and think that the universe is going to deliver a million dollars in bank account without doing anything. Like you have to get up and put in the work. You have to get up and ask for it. And you have to show the universe that you want it and that you're willing to work for it because the universe will respond to somebody that shows them hey this is the direction i'm going this is what i want let's do the thing just like when you decided that you were gonna you know level up and start working for for these these other clients that was you saying hey universe i'm ready for bigger opportunities and even though you're still in a transition phase right now and it might feel a little bit overwhelming just know that no matter what happens the universe has your back And that you're going to, that everything's going to fall into place and work out exactly like it's supposed to. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's so true. Like, that's, that's the only thing I can tell people half the time is it always works out how it's supposed to, because the universe and God and everyone, the plan's perfect. And so if you don't just let it happen, you can't force it. You've, you've got to relax. You've got to relax. You've got to let it happen. And you've got to work for it. Right. Yep. Well,
1: and it comes down to when you make the decision to level up and you make the decision to start a new journey, it gets uncomfortable in a hurry, right? Oh, yeah. And you're like, And it starts it starts feeling um, like, oh, man, is this the right way I should go? Like, you can't be wishy-washy about it at all. And I say this, but the world is full of dead squirrels that could not decide what side of the road they wanted to be on. Don't be a flipping squirrel. Like... Figure it yep. out, like pick a side and just get there and just say, okay, this is what I want. This is the direction I'm going to go. And that, and I don't know how I'm going to end up there. And I don't know what's going to happen along the way, but believe that this is the end game and that's your focus and you focus on the end game. And then everything that pops up in the middle is all extra added bonus because it could end up 10 times better than you could have ever even imagined to begin with. But you have to decide. You have to be the one to say, this is the direction I'm going to go. This is the way I'm going to get there. You know, I'm going to point my my intentions this way. And just, you just got to keep moving forward and, and don't lose sight of that end game. If you deviate from your end goal at all, it'll throw you off track. And what you want will take so much longer to manifest. Guaranteed. Boom. Amen. Boom. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I should be a life coach.
0: You should be something like that or like a oh. podcast host. I don't oh, know. Oh,
1: hey, a podcast host. There's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So I guess the next question is, how long do we want to go today?
0: Um. Well, as a listener, I like long podcasts because okay. I listen to podcasts all day long, riding horses and whatnot. So okay.
1: So we'll just, keep I talking. say,
0: we're yeah, get some good nuggets in here. Okay, and... So
1: ask me some questions since I asked you questions and let you ramble on for almost a half an hour. <laughs> okay. So this
0: is, this is something that came to mind. The name of the podcast is pro tips, right? Yes. So do you have a specific pro tip that you think is one of the most important things you could tell if you were talking, the, talking to the whole world right now and they mm. had to listen, what would your Dude. pro tip be?
1: Oh my gosh, what a great question. Um, so the name of the podcast showed up. I do this thing on my personal Facebook t- page where if I'm like doing just some mental thinking, like say, you know, you're getting ready in the morning and your mind just kind of wanders. And I just I just get fed these nice little gems of uh, information, I guess from my higher self or from the universe or whatever. But if there was one pro tip that I would give the world, um, I would say just find the joy and be grateful every day. Because the more you can just be joyful and grateful, the more your life is just going to fall into place and everything's just going to be beautiful. And I'm not saying that, Every day is all sunshine and rainbows and unicorn farts. Like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that (laughs) even on the crappy days, there's always something to be thankful for. And there's always something to find the joy in. Um, Even if it's just finding a little bit of grace with yourself when you're having an emotionally, energetically off day. Mm -hmm. Um, Lessons are everywhere. So I guess pro tip number two, there's lessons everywhere. And learning those lessons and being aware of the lessons so that you know how to react the next time they show up is huge. Um, yeah. Love yourself. Oh, my gosh. Love, 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 love yourself. Because the longest relationship you will ever have is the relationship you have with yourself. Period. End of discussion. Because... Right. You cannot put the key to your happiness in somebody else's pocket, plain and simple, because they will disappoint you. They will drop it. They will lose it. They will hurt you. It's almost guaranteed. Your happiness is a hundred percent on you. hundred percent. You can be happy, whole, healthy, and just joyful all by yourself. And knowing that, whoever you decide to be with okay so disclaimer again i'm single brian's single and no we're best friends we're not going to get together i could be his mom I'm not going if, there. <laughs> if i had him if i had him when i was 14 i could have probably been his mom but anyways that's <laughs> either here nor there but I, whatever anyways right um so any kind of relationship advice i i don't i don't really like i can give you self-love advice, because that's the journey that I'm on right now. Like my, when I decided at the beginning of 2021, that this year was going to be pretty much focused on myself. uh, It really, it really opened up a lot of possibilities and and opened up my eyes to a lot of uh, just, just being comfortable being by myself. Um, yeah go to the movies by yourself go out to dinner by yourself I travel a lot and a lot of times it's by myself and I Mm -hmm. learned a long time ago that there is absolutely nothing wrong with sitting alone in a restaurant or having breakfast in fact I get to where I love it it's like my favorite my most favorite thing now um so yeah I have a lot of pro tips I have a lot of gold nuggets They come from books. They come from podcasts. They come from YouTube channels, uh, inspirational, cheesy quotes on Facebook or whatever. But the fact of the matter is I am a firm believer in you create and manifest your life. You're the one that's in charge. It's like you're the captain of your ship and you get to decide uh, which direction you want to go. You know, I was talking to a friend last night and we got talking about how some people just kind of float along in life. Like they don't necessarily have much of a direction. And it, it brought up this vision for me of, say, you're floating along a river in an inner tube and you're just kind of floating there and you're pretty much helpless and you don't know, like you can't guide or direct or anything, you know, you can't guide yourself pretty much other than your arms flapping and trying to like swim But a lot of times, if you're just floating along, you have to just, like, take whatever comes at you, right? You just Mm -hmm. figure out what happens next. But if, say, versus – and Wicked wants out of the office. I locked him in here. He's like, what's going on?
0: Oh, yeah, dogs.
1: (laughs) Wicked and Rufus. Anyways, so if you're in an inner tube and you're just floating along, you're not really intentionally directing your life. Versus if you're in a kayak or a rowboat or even like a jet boat or like a big, you know, a big, you know, cruise ship or whatever. Just whatever vessel floats your boat. (laughs) See what I did there? That was pretty good. Um, That was smooth. (laughs) So whatever vessel you feel like you could be manning, whether it be a jet boat, a rowboat, a kayak, whatever, you're the one that's in charge. You're the one that gets to decide how fast or slow you go down the river which direction you go if the river forks off you can go left or right you know basically you're in charge Mm -hmm. um so i hope that makes sense but no absolutely yeah i like to be the captain of my ship i'm the captain now see what i did there that was was pretty good too (laughs) you're so smooth time out i gotta let the dogs out of the office Anyways. What were we even talking about?
0: <laughs> you're talking about your pro tips, the pro tips that I asked you about.
1: How yeah, so,
0: you are the captain of your own ship.
1: Yeah. You just you're the one that has to decide and you're the one that gets to guide guide yourself in the direction you want to go. So Right. You know, like a lot life, of people Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, so I was just gonna say I feel like a lot of people, they say, well, this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me, so I can't do this.
1: Ooh. And
0: <laughs> it's like, okay, well, let me let me hear you cry a little bit more. Maybe I'll feel bad. No, like we all have things that happen to us that maybe aren't ideal. They weren't in the plans, but guess what? You're the captain of your own ship. So how are you going to react to that? And we were actually talking about, reacting to things yesterday too on how Ooh, yes how you react to things that happen, how you react to people. And you can't control the situations that you're in, but you can control your reactions to those situations. Yeah. And so I feel like once and I wasn't always good at that. I mean I'm a pretty chill person where people say things it, I'm like a duck. It just rolls right off my back. But if things would happen to me, you know, I might get upset. I might I'd let it get under my skin a little bit. And the older I've gotten, it's like, guess what? It doesn't matter. You just keep trucking along. And yeah. so, like you have to train yourself. It's not something that a lot of people have that gift. You've got to train yourself on you you're you're in charge of your life. And so how what things happen to you, you can't control, but how you how you react to those things that happen to you, you can control, and you can control the outcome of what happens.
1: so absolutely. so. Let me build on top of that just a little bit. So yeah, I'm going to take it back to uh, when people are like, well, this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me, so I can't do this. Okay, so every mm-hmm. I can't and every I won't and every uh, every negative, you know, every I can't is literally a manifestation. Like that is your roadblock. If you say I can't, that is going to drop a roadblock right in front of your face. Like that's gonna yeah. hold you back more than anything. So if you change the I can't, it could, I could possibly, or, you know, let me figure this out. If they're trying to blame everybody else for all the crap that's happening in their life, like that right there is huge as well because they're Mm -hmm. they're not taking any responsibility for any of the things that happened to their life. Like, Oh, well, so-and-so did this. And so-and-so did this. And so-and-so did this. And so so that makes me feel like this. Okay. Well, that's a choice that you made to let the actions of others uh, control your emotions and your energy. So basically you're giving away your power because you're putting the blame on everybody else. So I shared a thing last night because I actually put up a new month, like what are your goals post on my personal Facebook page. And I shared a thing to, on a comment that said life 10% what happens to us and 90% how we react to it. So I love that you said you might not be able to control everything that happens to you, but you can control the way you react to it. So with that, if you take, why is this happening to me? And turn it into what can I learn from this? It gives you your power where you start focusing on how you can fix the situation or move on from the situation or, okay, there's nothing I can do about this. So just remove that situation or let it go or just decide that that situation has no power over me and my happiness at this present moment. I can't control it. I can't do anything about it, so I'm just going to look at what I can control, look at what I can work on, and move on with my bad self. So again, how are you to this to the situations that are showing up in your life? Are you having a positive reaction or a negative reaction to a negative situation, and what is the better feeling action, right?
0: Right. No, I totally agree, and I I feel like it's something that even you and I haven't mastered. It's not something that you will always be 100% have the perfect reaction. Right. But everything in life that's worth doing is worth working for. And so I feel like it's something that you, it's a conscious decision that you have to make every time something happens. You can say, do I react to this like this or do I react like this? And, you know, decide what, what the best outcome is going to be for you other people involved but mainly your energy you, you know you've got to protect yeah. your energy how is this how is this going to work out for me so
1: yes dude so good so good so good go. so good wow okay
0: so i want to take a me? step yeah i want to take a step back for a minute okay so I'm i told you and all of our millions of listeners about that we have my childhood already. yeah you just gotta put out. Already. Hey, hey, you've got to put it out there in the universe, right?
1: <laughs> I am. I am. We do. We have. We have, have five hundred thousand listeners already. We're good. Yep. We're good. Yep.
0: Okay. So I told you and all of them my story, how I grew up and how I chose my career. Perfect,
1: but now yes. I want to
0: how. Now I want to hear how it all happened for you.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. <laughs> so I grew up in Burley, Idaho born and raised, and I still live here in Burley, Idaho. I have uh, two dogs, Rufus and Wicket. I call them my yin and yang puppers because one's white and one's black, and they're my little buddies. I live with my sister. Uh, She is a dispatcher for the county, for the sheriff's office. Uh, I pay her rent, so no, I'm not living here for free. Um, (laughs) But when I was a kid, my dad always had super nice cameras, like super nice film cameras and was always a hobbyist photographer. So when I was about 11, 10 or 11 years old, um, back up just a little bit. My dad was also, um, a skier and like a ski instructor at Pomerol, which I am now a ski instructor at Pomerel, which we can talk about that kind of stuff later too. But, um, when I was about eight years old and my little brother was six when he learned to ski, And when I was 11 and he was uh, nine, I'm guessing probably, um, we went out, we went up skiing and I think it was my little brother's uh, field trip for the day. And so my dad let me with my dad and then my brother rode the bus up. But then on the way home, my brother got a ride home with us. So that day it snowed and it blowed and it was gnarly and cold super super crazy weather and uh for one time we do we pick it. up that he just he absolutely loved and, and at the end of the day, day, day he wanted to take some pictures of us next to this truck so my dad took pictures of me and my brother and then my brother took pictures of me and my dad and then i took pictures of my dad and my brother and my dad's standing there next to this truck in a straw hat that was shaped like garth brooks like garth brooks shaped so hat <laughs> holding a pair of pre skis like that was the brand of skis was were pre skis and he was grinning and then my little brother was standing there in this long this uh knitted like hat like it's weren't even beanie's back then but he had this hat that literally had a tail that came all the way down to his butt so it was the longest hat so as he's skiing like you can see this like flipping in the wind, you know. So anyways <laughs> they're standing there and I take pictures of them and my brother's standing there out like the little turd he is. And I remember when my dad got those developed and I looked at that, that picture and I remember every single emotion, every feeling, every, every sensation that happened that day just all came back. Like the memories were just, it was pretty intense. I looked at that and I was like, man, like, that's a good picture. Like I totally took that, that picture, picture. and uh, I got it was like dude like I could totally do this and after that I always had um, a hand-me-down camera from my dad and I was always like burning up film and then come high school time you know my parents divorced when I was when I was around that time too around you know 11 and 12 years old and so like high school is pretty rough you know um it's it's tough like trying to blend families and all that stuff but uh My mom could tell that if I didn't have something to kind of keep my focus, you know, I could go one of two ways. I could become like, you know, a juvenile delinquent or I could like get my crap together and actually like make something of myself. So she knew I needed some help. And about that time I was running running around with the rodeo club and things. And again, I didn't even learn how to ride a horse until I was 15, but but I decided I wanted to do high school rodeo. And so my mom was super awesome and helped me get a horse, helped me get a saddle uh, I worked like two and three jobs my- just so I could pay for high like school rodeo and like fuel school. in the truck. And I mean, I borrowed my dad's dually pickup and my uncle's horse trailer. And like, that's how we went to the rodeos. Like I, I had to pay for kids. If you're listening and your parents pay for a lot of your stuff, make sure you give them a hug and tell them thanks because I had to pay for a lot of my own stuff. And I'm glad because it made me work harder and appreciate what I had that much more. So, you know, I did a little bit of high school rodeo and then when I graduated high school in 2001. Yes, I graduated in 2001. I'm coming up on my 20 year high school reunion this summer, which I think that'll be fun. Anyways, uh yeah. I uh my mom find Northwest College in Powell, Wyoming and that's where I went to college for photography. So I have an associate's degree in photography. Um I basically I had an old can't even remember. I think it was a Yashica little film camera that pretty much died as soon as I got to college. And uh, I ended up buying an N90S film camera when I got to school and shot film all through college. Uh, it took me about three years to get through college and I ended up ended up with an associate's degree. And now, you know, here I am. 20 years later, well, let's see, I graduated in 2003. So, you know, 15 years later, running my own business, traveling the world, shooting PR, Utah high school rodeos and all the things. So that's how it happened for me. You know, the rodeo stuff. Yeah, the rodeo stuff kind of found me. I moved back to Berkeley and noticed that there was kind of a demand for rodeo photography around here. Doing it like at all. And so, yeah, I went to places and just you know started handing. Out. I was doing high school rodeo, and then I just kept building and building and building, and then uh, eventually I migrated. My business pretty much expanded into Utah. I there was quite a few opportunities I had to to do rodeo, which invitational and um, Intermountain Icebreaker and all that stuff, and I just kind of built my business, you know pretty solid Utah following which I'm grateful for because I just I love going to Utah and you know living living in Burley I feel a location for where what I do because I can do a lot of I can do events in you know western Idaho eastern Idaho up into Wyoming Um, a lot of races in Wyoming borough races in Utah um, the majority Utah which I'm grateful for for sure so
0: we all love you down here.
1: I know you do. And I love you guys. It's the <laughs> best. It's the best. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I just want to point story. out one thing. What's, what's your yeah? Record?
0: So something similar between both of our stories was it's, I mean, I can, I can pretty confidently say that both of us are in the career and everything that we feel we're supposed to be.
1: Oh, and for sure.
0: It's we didn't seek it out. It pretty much came to us. You know, I had I wasn't it wasn't in the plans for me to become a horse trainer and a rodeo athlete and all of that. But it kind of happened to me and for me. And kind of the same experience like you, you know, up on the up on the ski mountain and you took that picture and you were like, That's pretty dang cool. Like I took that photo. And so I think I don't know. I I feel like there's a lesson in there you know the best things come to you you don't you don't always have to seek it out you've got to let it happen and then once it happens you've got to grind you know yeah
1: go for it so I love that you pointed that out so um but yeah it's funny because like when I was in college I literally always thought I was going to be a portrait photographer like my freshman year, I remember my freshman year of college, I took a journalism class, you know, because it was part of, was one of the required classes. And I hated it. Like, it was not a, jur- like, I was not a fan of like, at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, here it is, almost 20 years later, and that's literally all I do is, you know, journalism photography, because that's what rodeos are. It's telling a story. It's, um, you know, getting photos like sending photos to publications. I mean, I just sent a whole pile of photos to Rodeo News Magazine yesterday. Um, you know, I've been published on the cover of the NHSRA Times twice in the last. You know, first time was in two th- thousand fourteen. The second time was literally just this year. I I literally manifested the cover of PSN, which is the Pro Sports News from the PRCA, and that's a whole nother story that we can get into later. Um, you know. I- multiple public like multiple images in mass like tons of publications barrel horse news I pu- I get published in barrel horse news all the time um it's still on the list to get a cover of barrel horse news which it'll happen when it's supposed to but I agree with you like a lot of stuff that you're like when you find your calling in life you just got to roll with it and not care what anybody else says like if I had followed you know what my what people people should do my heart was telling me to do I would literally probably be married with five kids right now and totally miserable I'm just saying right you know right but when you decide that it's time to live your life for you and that your life is worth like doing well and doing Mm. what you love and finding the joy and just you know rolling with it and grinding and moving forward and setting goals and doing all the things The more you can like focus on what you love and be passionate about it, the more fun you're going to have, the better life's going to get. And just learning to love where you are while continuing to grow and get better is literally what it's all about. Right. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. And I think loving where you are is so important. And there's a difference in loving where you're at and being too comfortable. You know, we had that discussion where sometimes you can be too comfortable, but if you're always uncomfortable, you're not going to be happy. And so you have to learn that fine balance of knowing where you're supposed to be and being able to love where you're at while still growing. So
1: Yes. I love that so much because that's literally how I've been working toward manifesting what i want this year is loving where i'm at while growing and choosing moving forward oh my gosh so good okay so So what is what is like we're getting close to almost an hour so let's just um let's kind of uh figure out how we're going to wrap this up um yeah what is what is one pro tip that you can prepare for our our listeners for
0: Hmm. That's a good one. Um, Yeah. We've talked
1: a lot. We've talked a lot about a lot of different stuff and there was a lot of really information, but if you could condense it down to, to two or three lines of something that they can focus on for the week, what would it be?
0: Um, you know, I think one thing that we talked about was controlling your reactions to what happened to you. Yes. And I feel like that would have to be my pro tip is learning how to react to the things that come across your path. And once you do that, your life will be so much easier because things don't always happen to you. Sometimes they happen for you. And so you have to pick out what's good in that situation, how you should react to it, what's the best way to get into it or out of it and, you know, figure out how, how you're going to handle it. Because if a, if a problem arises in your life or an opportunity arises in your life you can either it can be negative for you and it can be positive for you and the same exact situation can go either way yes and so i would just encourage everyone this week to when things happen that might be inconvenient or frustrating or whatever in your day-to-day life is consciously make an effort to figure out what the best way to react to that that situation is going to be
1: yes how can you how can you come out of that situation ahead or better than when you went into it and what is the better feeling choice to react to that situation you know what i'm saying so you can either blow it completely out of proportion and it could snowball into like complete chaos or you can figure out how to control your emotions and choose how to react to it, so that when the situation arrives again, you know how to fix it right. faster. Yes, I love that. Perfect. That's good stuff. Good stuff.
0: Lots of golden nuggets in there. Oh my Might gosh! Have to and I go hope back and I listen hope, to this again,
1: dude. I told myself <laughs> this morning when I was thinking about uh, recording this this afternoon. I kept saying listen to myself because I'm freaking smart and I know my stuff Like, <laughs>
0: yep. and it's
1: not like it's not like to toot my own horn but I love going back and listening to podcasts that I'm featured on just because like I put a lot of really good uh information out there a lot of positive vibes you know and that's the main goal of this podcast is to put pos- a positive spin on life and figure out how to build your life better you know just by making different choices so right oh, yep. so good i'm totally going to know this so we that was to. that was a perfect that was a perfect little uh, pro tip
0: yeah um, no i yeah. think it's really helpful it can be helpful for anyone in any situation so
1: absolutely something that
0: we can all work on this week
1: yeah for sure 100% okay well do you have
0: anything else you want to add? Um, I don't think so. Just as long as everyone knows, let us both know if they need anything, um, if we can help them in any way. Like we said at the beginning, we're not live coaches. We don't have it all figured out. But I think both of us are always a listening ear that, you know, we can give you our take on everything. And so Dude, if any I of just... you need help, you're feeling like you need some positive vibes, whatever,
1: reach out us to up. us yeah reach yep. out to us like we we could even look at possibly doing question question and answer sessions on here just to give people oh, I think that'd be so fun. Dude, I think yeah. Like you when you were like reach out to us I'm like oh dude, question and answer sessions like that would totally be a thing for sure. So yeah. uh we could definitely look at that possibility. We're hoping to even feature some of our favorite uh positive peeps on the podcast.
0: Um, Yeah, for sure.
1: We all know, like, both of us know quite a few um, positive peeps, rodeo athletes, uh, trainers, producers, trying to think of who else. I've even had a request to interview my brother, my younger brother that lives in Wyoming. He uh, races jet boats, and so we might have to make that a thing where we just like. I think that would be amazing. Let's hear some pro tips on how to like not die racing jet boats. Like that would be fantastic.
0: But uh, no, and if you guys have any recommendations on who you would want as a guest, let us know, and we'll we'll hit them up and see what we can do. So,
1: and we're gonna try to do one episode every week to. 10 days like every other week, maybe. Um, yeah, most, yeah. I feel like if we could try to do a podcast every two weeks at the most, or at the very least, yeah, at the very least, podcast every two weeks. So, you know, people might think I'm a little nuts. I literally have two rodeos starting Friday. I've got a bird, I've got the Yeti barrel race, and then I roll right into uh, the 2021 Utah State High School rodeo finals. And then I literally have basically a day off on Sunday, the 13th. And then I roll mm-hmm. right into the kicking Corona. Uh, well, well, it's like, it's not even high school rodeo. It's just kind of like an open youth rodeo there in Ogden that runs from June 15th to June 18th. So I'm going to be a busy girl. And in the yeah. middle of it all, I'm like, let's start a podcast.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and so, one thing we is- talked about too is – we both have such busy schedules, anyways. So when we can do it together, awesome. And yeah. if it is too busy, then I'll do it and interview yes. someone. Or if I'm too busy, then Amanda will do it. And so yes,
1: that's we'll why figure we it figured out. it
0: would be good do- to do it together because we always have such good conversation. And teamwork makes the dream work. So, boom. Boom. I
1: love <laughs> that. But
0: <laughs> so just throw
1: where as many uh, as many cliche quotes out right? as possible. Right.
0: <laughs> So where can everyone find you on social media, Amanda?
1: Okay. So I have a personal Facebook page, Amanda Dilworth. Um, I'm kind of picky about who I add. So if you don't want to add me on Facebook, on my personal page, it is public. So anything I post, you can follow me on my personal Facebook page. I have a Western edge photography, Facebook page that I post a lot of my business stuff, a lot of sneaks from my events um, I'm on the TikTok, which I'm still learning about the TikTok, but it's pretty fun. You can find me on TikTok at, at Western Edge Photo. Um, and I'm on the gram uh, at Western Edge Photo on Instagram. So, okay, Brian, where can we find you, buddy?
0: So, we, so kind of the same deal with me on Facebook, kind of picky on who I add just because there's some crazies out there. So, you can add me or follow me on my personal Facebook. It's just Brian Rasmussen. But the best way to get a hold of me is going to be on Instagram. It's at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N underscore Rasmussen, R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N. Um, that's, that's going to be the best way to reach me, to follow me. I post a lot more on Instagram than I do my Facebook. Um, and then I also have a business Facebook page that's Next Gen Performance Horses, LLC. Uh, don't post on there as much as I would like to but that's the best place to get in contact with me with business inquiries so there you can find me I'm on the TikTok too you can just search me up I think my username is Brian Rasmussen zero don't ask me why but that's what it is (laughs) so but that's where you can find me reach out to me reach out to Amanda let us know what you need what you like what
1: you think like good yeah good the bad the ugly we can take the corrective we can the, take some criticism the criti- yeah the the constructive criticism and we won't take it personally all we no, want to do is all. just provide you guys with some stellar content that hopefully you find helpful that you find interesting that hopefully will help you level up your life and find your focus and just help you figure out the next direction you need to go again we're not life coaches we're certified we just know what works for us and We just want to share a little bit of knowledge with the world. So
0: totally because sharing is caring. Amen. (laughs) Um, Another thing that's the best way to do is make sure you subscribe, like, and review the podcast, because that's how um, Apple Podcasts pushes them around for people to view. So if you like review and subscribe, then it will notify you every time that we post a new episode.
1: Yes, and we were also we're also going to be on Spotify. Um, we record with anchor so they share all the different podcasts all sorts of uh, platforms plat- platforms. So uh, wherever you want to listen, have at it and then let us know what you think. But hey Brian, Thanks for uh, yes. being being my bestie buddy.
0: Thank you and I'm so excited for this podcast adventure. I think it'll be awesome. So dude,
1: it's gonna be amazing. So okay on that fun. note. We're going to let you guys go. Enjoy the rest of your night.
0: All right. Have a good night. We'll talk to you later.
1: Bye, Bri.
0: See ya. Bye.